This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. 97.1 FM Talk. Podcast. The following is a paid program. All right. Good Saturday afternoon, everybody. This is Right at Home with Rich. I am your host, Rich Orris, and I am here for the next hour to go over whatever's going on in the remodeling industry. Got a lot of great topics today. Want to hear from everybody today on some of these topics, but also want to hear about, you know, any questions you may have about the remodeling industry or work that you're getting into. So, Feel free to give me a call, 314-241-9797, or if you're far, far away, 866-455-9797. And today, I, th- I got a good list for you. I'm feeling really confident about a lot of it. We're, we can, you know, I want to talk about some window replacements. Um, you know, when when, to, when do you think you need to get into that, and, and what's the best uh, methods of install um, is a really strong topic. And with the winter now and... The spring coming, it's going to be a lot of what's what's happening and what's to come, you know, for you in your home. Um, got some information on some small kitchen and bathroom remodeling. And, of course, in the middle of the show, I have uh, my very own Rich's Right at Home Hacks. I'm going to kind of stay in that cold snow ice sort of theme, but you really don't want to miss out on that for sure. And my favorite, this is what I really... Um, I hope to get into with you is um, open floor plan remodel. Um, and, and I think this is where the conversations could get really strong and, and the questions could be really good for you. Um, but I also not only talk about just that, but, you know, what kind of business model, you know, that works for you to accomplish something like that when you got so much going on. So give me a call about all of that. If you want to join in that conversation or any of those conversations, 314-241-9797 is the line, and they are wide open for you right now. It's very cold out there, so I know you're probably hunkered in. Um, so make your make your list of questions and get on with us. And I want to remind everybody about, as usual, our gift card giveaway. We have our Stephanina's $25 gift card giveaway and uh, how that works, call in, ask me a question on the air. When you call in, leave a phone number um, with Zach out front and uh, just a way that we can reach you next week. We'll pick somebody. We'll pick one lucky winner out of all the callers. We will give you a shout next week. Gather your information and just mail that card right out to you. So $25 will get you one really awesome meal at a great, great Italian pizzeria restaurant, Stefanina's. So definitely uh, check them out. I've been a patron there for well, well over 15 years, and 
and we still absolutely uh, love going there, love the family atmosphere. Everybody, uh, everybody there is great, so you will absolutely enjoy it. Um, so also want to talk about, you know, upcoming uh, seminars and things happening at uh, Mosby Building Arts. And any of this information that you're looking for, I want to, you know, let you know, just go to our website and, and you know, our website, callmosby.com, is just, is so organized and all the information is there. Anything we talk about on the show, you know, any questions, any type of jobs and or any of these uh, seminars and different things that we do, if you want to register for those to get in on them. Um, we have one coming up over Kitchens on February 9th. So you're, you're definitely a lot of information. You're, you're going to want to get in on that. So just go to our website, check out uh, callmosby.com, C-A-L-L-M-O-S-B-Y.com. And you can scroll down and find all of those informations. You can hit the tabs at the top, hit seminars, and it'll take you right to all that information. But scroll through, you'll you can see our employees, you can see the jobs, the photos, just a ton of great information for you there um, on our website. And or just give our office a call um, if you need anything else, 314-909-1800. And we can help you out. We can set appointments for, you know, myself or, or any of our other uh, consultants or designers to come out and take a look at your projects and visit with you and really go over kind of some of the things we go over here, you know, today on the show um, about our company and about how we work and, and you know, really and about the projects and, and how they can be done the best way and everything. So uh, a lot of great information there. So Phone lines are open. Give me a shout. I would love to help you out today. 314-241-9797. And speaking of the phones, we got Mark on there. I think I'll jump straight to that. Uh, Mark, you have, uh, thanks for getting us started. You got a question? Yeah, actually, I've got, uh, I've got two questions. Uh, first of all, thanks for what you do. <clears throat> oh, no been, problem. Thank you. I've been watching, uh, you know, with all the cold weather, I've been watching some of these home improvement shows. And I recently saw one where they were using a, it looked like a plastic grid to where they could install large, either concrete or, or tiles uh, on a deck for a deck improvement instead of using wood or, you know, some of these more elaborate uh, uh, surfaces and whatnot. And I thought that uh, I wanted to ask if you guys had any experience with that. And then I've got a second question about actually home improvement. Uh-huh. Um, my wife and I are empty, empty nesters. Uh, we've got a you know a, a nice, um, reasonably sized uh, three bedroom, uh, two bath house. And what we were looking at doing was, I think we're going to be there for a while, and we're kind of looking at uh, maybe aging in place a little bit. Oh yeah, absolutely. And I wondered about your thoughts about because we've got the ensuite bathroom. And that adjoins the what I'll call the other bathroom, the hall bathroom, and they're both full bathrooms with showers and tubs. And I was thinking about possibly combining those two to where it was more of a a larger space, to where it was more comfortable, um, but somehow coming up with a separation so that guests could use the hall bath, but not, you know, but you could separate the two maybe with a pocket door or something like that. Mm -hmm. And I, I, I'll, I'll hang up and listen to you unless you got any questions. 
Um, well, you know, I may have uh, some questions for you there on that on that deck material because um, the plastic grid. There's a lot of different ways and things I've seen to do that. So depending on what exactly they're using um, is is would be the the kind of the question on. But I have seen a lot of different ways to do there's a lot of different ways to do deck surfaces and there's even metal you know under decks like the understructure there's a lot of them that you can do out right. of metal now and it kind of lightens them up and and lets you use some of these other materials on them um, or composite stuff things like that so it is can be a really good way to do it um, but i have seen like these corner adjustable feet that you put on top of the, the floor joist kind of system or a rooftop kind of floor system. And then you can set on squares of different kind of material, whether it's like wood already pre-manufactured in square shapes or, you know, some kind of tile or something in the corners kind of adjust to level and, you know, sit nice and flat. Um, gotcha. it, and we have done, you know, the concrete, like the thicker kind of like a giant two by two paver stone, you know, and you frame it right and you use these paver stones kind of as that deck surface instead of like a traditional deck floor. So there is a lot of options out there. So I, I'm not sure exactly what you saw or don't have much of an opinion on that particular one or how good it would be without knowing exactly what it is. Right. They, <clears throat> my thought from what I've always thought about, because I'm looking for something that's a little different, um, I've always thought about the precast, like you said, the two by two concrete uh, tiles that would go in. Uh, they were they were would be more or less weatherproof. You could uh, probably have them in different colors. Mm-hmm. But these folks were actually using something that looked like a um, uh, like a man made quartz type of tile or something that was a little bit higher end. And it was also looked like it was about uh, maybe sixteen by sixteen or two by two. Yeah. <laughs> and only thing I can ever find is. It looks like you've got a 16-inch, um, uh, I guess, a, a, a floor joist um, that's supported every 24 or 36 inches with, you know, with your peers or whatever to, to carry the extra weight. I just didn't know if you guys had any experience with that. Yeah. Um, so not a whole, whole lot. We've done a few kind of similar um and yes, it has to be built right. It has to be built to hold the weight, the different stuff. You got to, th- and you got to think about the area that you're in too. And that's kind of what I see a lot on these shows. It's like, where are they? You know, so I, I've had people say, oh, you know, you could do a deck and they actually pour like a lightweight concrete on top of that deck instead of, you know, something like that or a traditional deck floor. And, but man, in our freeze thaw, hot and cold and all the things that go on with concrete, you know, I'm like, that's just not the best system for where we're at. And in Arizona right. or something like that is probably a, a wonderful way to do it. And that's some of the things that's the research we got to do, you know, is our own, you know, thought of, is this the best way to do it? So, um, but there is a lot out there and we can definitely do some research and find out a lot about those decks for you. And so Mark, I also, I got to get into a break. So I will, when I come back from the break, I'll touch on that bathroom stuff for you. And Gina, if you can hold the line through the break, we'll get to you after the break also. All right, we are back. We are rolling along. Gotta love this. This is definitely my favorite hour of the week. 
want to get you all in on the conversation. If you're out there, you got any kind of questions for me, um, give me a call. Get in on some of these topics we're talking about. Join the conversation. Um, I've got some information. I'm thinking in my head now I can go over this uh, bathroom stuff uh, for Mark that called in. Um, But if you have uh, anything for us, Give me a shout, 314-241-9797. And I think uh, in this bathroom, and I've got my my bathroom kitchen topic here I want to go over, and, and I think Gina's uh, conversation is going to tie right into that kitchen stuff too. So I'm going to do Gina first, and then I'll go over that bathroom stuff for you, Mark. Um, Gina, are you with us? I am, and thank you for taking my call. I've actually called before, so I appreciate this. Oh, awesome. Good deal. I appreciate you multiple calls. That's great. Good. My parents had a new dishwasher delivered Thursday, and when they went to install it, they could not get out the existing dishwasher because a tile floor has been laid down after they moved into the house. So they were told they either needed to kind of break out some of that tile or get rid of the countertop and do a new countertop because that dishwasher cannot come out. There's not enough space for it to come out. Yeah. So wanting your opinion on that. Okay. What, uh, what, what kind of countertop do they have in that kitchen? Do you know? They have a Formica countertop that they could probably use a new countertop. Mm-hmm. But just wanted to get an idea on what you thought of, of that whole situation. Cause I thought even if they, you know, eventually get it out and put the new dishwasher in, you don't want to have this problem going forward that if they install it at the lower height and then the ceramic is still there, if that dishwasher ever had a problem or was defective in the future, they'd run into the same problem. So yes. I thought maybe they should, you know, kind of level that floor before putting a new dishwasher in so that if that ever had to come out for whatever reason, they wouldn't run into the same problem. But then you have to think about, well, if you're you're putting it on a little bit of a floor that's maybe built up, not to have that be a problem with the counter height, yeah. you know, the, the height of the whole dishwasher there. Yes. And, and you, I mean, Gina, you're right on track with everything that you're thinking. Um, I think probably the only thing for you is you haven't taken apart and put together a bunch of kitchens yourself. So, but your train of thought is exactly where it needs to be. Um, and I would definitely say, you know, I, I wouldn't mess with the floor to try and get that dishwasher in and out. Cause your floor, especially if it's ceramic tile, it's going to be hard to match. And even if you had leftover tiles, you, then you got to match the grout and you're probably going to tell that something happened to that floor. So, the Flamica countertop is actually, it's a, it's a good countertop for removing and reinstalling. So you could take that countertop off, put your dishwasher in, and then put that same countertop back. You could get a new countertop, um, you know, anything like that. But exactly what you said is where I would have taken it. Once that's in there, you're back to the existing condition of what you just have. And we've, we see this all the time as people just add floor, add floor, add floor. I just looked at a kitchen last week with a, with a couple that we were presenting and, um, they were like, wow, our floors on top of the old linoleum. And then she thought back, yeah, you know what? You're right. I do remember them going over that. And I'm like, yeah, so this is stacking up. So when you look at the cost of remodeling a kitchen, it's like, well, 
you know, you, we've got two floors to remove because we want to get it down where all this is going to work out. So we build it correctly and, and these issues don't persist in the future. So what I would say is if you pull that countertop is to look and examine, all right, the kitchen, how big is it, all the cabinets, and can you raise all those cabinets up the distance that you need so that now everything you know, is in place and ready to go. And that dishwasher fits, you know, properly. Um, the thing I'd worry about too, is a lot of people might say, well, just add some wood or something to the top of the counter, the cabinets to make that countertop higher, but then you're just making just that one space higher. And you're, you're kind of making that, that spot for the dishwasher taller where the, the feet need to be able to adjust enough to get that height, and they might not. So when you raise the cabinets, you're going to put something on the floor under the dishwasher that gives you that same height, gets it flush with that ceramic tile, and then everything fits properly so you can take it in and out you know, at a later date. Um, or you go back to knowing, i got to take this countertop off again in order to, you know, do anything with this dishwasher in the future again. So that's, that's kind of your battle and the things I would recommend you look into. Cause, and it's like that snowball effect on these pro projects is when somebody says, well, if I'm going to take these cabinets out enough to raise them, what a new cabinets cost all of a sudden, you know, then all of a sudden you're into this whole kitchen remodel. Yeah. That, and they're getting a little older. I don't really know if they want to go through that much work. Yeah bench and time I, it, it almost sounds like m removing the existing countertop getting that dishwasher out and maybe it's just time to do a new countertop i don't know but like yeah. said, for micah's for micah's not the look but it's easy and and cost effective so yeah. i appreciate this input and there's a lot of you know newer formica out there that emulates kind of the look of granite um, uh -huh. and really there's some, it's, it's a, it's a little more durable. Um, and so it is a good countertop option for the cost of what it is. And they make some that look really, really nice. Okay. Any particular brand I know for Mica is maybe the, the name of one of the companies yeah. for Mica, or do you recommend one over another? No, there's, it's, it's all laminate countertops. It's really okay. finding the company that they'll, they'll be able to get, Wilson Art or Fomica or the different manufacturers. So you can pick through all of those and they'll have some really good looks and, you know, it'll, it's a good countertop and it'll be the least expensive to take out and put back in if they ever did have an issue down sure. the road. Sure. Okay. Well, thank you so much. I, again, appreciate what you have to say. Oh, absolutely. Hey, I appreciate the call. I appreciate you you know, calling in multiple times and, and listening all the time. So I do listen all the time. So appreciate what you do. Good. Very good. Thank you very much, Thank Gina. You so much. Stay warm. All right. You too. All right. All right. So, you know, that is a, a great thing that we run into all the time that, you know, trying to explain these kitchens and everything. So um, we're about to get into our middle hard break here. So, um, again, Tim, this is great. If you could hold the line through and Mark, I'll get to that bathroom comments and stuff uh, when we get back again. All right, we are back halfway through this hour. 
uh, moving fast, moving right along. Got some great conversations going. Uh, got the kitchen and bath thing going. I got some information on it and wanted to kind of go over some of that anyways and got a lot of uh, uh, great conversations happening around that subject, with this, which is really, really awesome. So if you have any thoughts or questions or comments about this kitchen and bath stuff we're kind of in the middle of, um, give me a call, 314-241-9797. And I'm going to get to Tim here. And uh, you got a question about cabinet refacing, Tim? Yeah, hi, Mark. I was uh, thinking about um, you know upgrading or you know, upgrading, uh, improving my kitchen. Mm-hmm. And what's the pros and cons of uh, kitchen refacing or the cabinet refacing, please? Yes, absolutely. Um, this is very common and something I really just, it was like about a week, week and a half ago. It was probably the last time I had this conversation with somebody that, um, you know, cabinet refrace, refacing, really the biggest pro to it is just the cost that it is, way more cost effective or can be way more cost effective than buying all new cabinets and taking all your cabinets out and putting in new and, and, and all of that stuff. Um, and that's really about the gist of it. And you really need, you know, to look at the, the, the cons would be look at what you're putting this stuff on. You know, when you think about what you have, something I've, I've preached over and over and over again to everybody is that everything is as good as its base. And, you know, there's a lot of preparation and things that need to be done to really get this cabinet refacing on well and to, to stay for any lasting period of time. Um, I would check the warranty very deeply on, you know, you buy these great kitchen cabinets, they may have a lifetime warranty. What's the warranty length on this cabinet refacing versus how, how good is the company and will they be around and, you know, things like that to back that warranty. Because if you think of gluing, you know, a a surface on, onto another surface, and that's what that skin is that's put on. I mean, they take the doors off, they get new doors and they change these doors, but the skin that they put on everything it's as good as, you know, what you're putting it on and how well you get it on there and you, and you put it on there. I've seen it last a very, very long time in great conditions, and I've seen it go bad in just a, a very few years. Um, so I would, I would also, you know, wager a lot on, think about the, that warranty and the lasting time value of how long do you plan on using this and staying in this home versus that cost. Um, cause when you think about it, like thermofoil cabinets, the, they're coated in that plastic. That's kind of like shrink wrapped on there that goes bad when it's near the dishwasher, the oven, people with ovens that have the self cleaning can literally just like almost reheat up that glue and melt that stuff right back off the surface. So, you know, cabinet refacing can have some of those same issues. And you could be looking at the same thing five years down the road going, well, you know, and, and the, the person that did it or the company or, or the lasting value in it may have only been a three-year warranty. And they're like, yeah, exactly. You got, you got more out of it, you know, than we thought you should be happy. And it's like, yeah, but I wanted to live here for 15 or 20 years, mm-hmm. you know? And, and so that's kind of the things you got to really 
think about in that that circumstance is, um, and if your cabinets are in really great shape, well, then you probably have a better, you know, chance of that lasting a little longer, you know, things like that. But um, honestly, all I've really ever seen is it, the, the only pro I've personally could ever come up with myself on refacing is that it costs less. So if you're flipping the house or you're only going to be there for like two years and you just want to make it prettier to sell, things like that, it's way better for that return on investment because most people won't know or understand, you know, what's been done or how good or bad, you know, that really is. Okay. Thank you, Mark, for your time. All right. No problem. Thanks for the call. Um, It's a topic we go over, you know, a lot with clients because we do a lot of, of kitchen remodeling. And I, I, I gotta say, I've, I had, um, I had somebody about a year and a half ago, maybe that, um, we were redoing a bar in their basement and the, the home was only maybe three years old. And we did, we put new cabinets in front of them to create this bar, but the cabinets that they had on the back wall with the sink and all that, um, we did re we just did a refacing and a resurface and the new doors and stuff because it was, they were really new, perfect cabinets. And, you know, we knew we would get a good, at least 10 year value out of that, you know, for them. And they were happy with that and picking that and it helped save them a little bit of money on that entire, you know, bar area, you know, don't throw out something that's, that's really good. So those are the things you really gotta, you know, look at, but not many people, you know, your cabinets are getting old and deteriorated. And that's why most people start leaning towards change them or resurface because they're old and deteriorated and they're having problems and the sheen's coming off and different things. So, you know, now you're down to something that might not last quite as well. Um, So, but keeping into this kind of kitchen bathroom thing, um, if you got anything for me, do feel free to give me a call, 314-241-9797. But I want to get back here. Um, hopefully Mark was able to stay on the line the, the long enough, um, or, on, you know, listening in for that bathroom kind of question he had about that hallway and that master, you know, bathroom, because I actually did this exact job, um, about four or five years ago. We, I, I had one personally that, you know, they wanted to make the master bathroom, a little bigger, a little more comfortable, um, and redo it, you know, a little bit better for them. And it was under the same thing. It was building out was, you know, is going to be expensive and adding on an addition to gain space, you know, definitely if you can stay inside the footprint, you have a better, you know, cost effective version of remodeling something that if you actually build out to make the space bigger. So, you know, we were in like Kirkwood full masonry home, very hard to break through walls and create things like that. And of course the bedroom was not huge. Um, so didn't want to take too, too terribly much, much space from the actual bedroom. So, you know, we ended up revamping that inside and we took a, we took a foot or two from the bedroom to create a little width, but then we went into that hallway bathroom and kind of made that like a walkthrough 
with a exactly what what uh, Bark had mentioned a pocket door, so you can kind of lock that, and then you can turn that into like a powder room area, sink, you know, toilet when you have guests and, and things like that over, um, and, and, or you can open it up and you go through and you've got a bigger area in the master that has, you know, the tub and the shower and, and everything that you want in there. And they actually used it kind of where, you know, we only added one sink to that master bath. And the second sink was kind of in that powder room area. And of course, when they didn't have a lot of guests or people using that, they would just leave that pocket door open but it did gain them the space that they need. Um, and, you know, t- looking at how we kind of go through designing and, and really creating the concepts, you know, it could be looked at in all of those directions of, you know, what if we build out? Of course, it's going to be the build, biggest cost, but it gives you the best thing. Or what if we take a little bit of the bathroom and a little bit of the bedroom or, you know, vice versa? And, and you can really look at this project you know, at least three different ways to say, here's three different ways to do it. Where are the costs? What do I get out of it? And how do I make a great, you know, educated decision on that and that project and everything. And uh, so, yeah, Mark, there is some great things that, uh, you know, we can do to help you figure out that space. And I would definitely invite you, Mark, and anybody else out there, you know, that's looking at this type of thing to, you know, give our office a call. We've got different ways to to look and do things. One of the things I was going to kind of go over was our, you know, our right kitchen and bath uh, division and, you know, some of those smaller kitchen and bath projects and how those go. But we also have our full service design build. We can figure this out three, four different ways for you. Um, So we would love to come out and have a conversation with uh, all of you and just really let you know what that's all about. And we can talk about budget ranges and projects and, you know, everything to make sure everybody's on the same page. And so I invite you to just give our office a call, 314-909-1800. You can check out our website, callmosby.com. There's even ways on there you can set appointments and get information through chats, you know, through our website, um, multiple, multiple ways to get with us and contact us. And or today for the rest of the day, I got one last segment coming up. Get in on the conversation and give me a call right here. We'll talk about it some more today. 314-241-9797. I think I'll get into my final break and we'll take your calls when we return. All right. Here we are, last segment, right at home with Rich. This is Rich Orris, your host, here to just help you out. Um, got a lot, had a lot of great conversations on this kitchen and bath, and got a little more, you know, information I could share with you if we, if I get some time. But if if you've got uh, any questions on that, or you want to get in on that conversation, give me a shout. We've got some. We've got about ten minutes left here still. Three one four two four one ninety seven ninety seven. Or if you're far away, eight six six. Four five five ninety seven ninety seven, but we're gonna jump off topic just a little bit here and uh, get with Gene on. Uh, he's got a question on painting some brick, I believe. Gene, are you with us? I am. Yeah. So my question is, my wife is trying to persuade me to um, have our exterior brick in our home painted, and I, I don't want to get into a, a ongoing maintenance nightmare. So, what is the appropriate prep of 
uh, brick when you're when you're painting exterior brick? Boy, it's really that's that's a tough thing for sure because um, brick is so hit or miss with the painting because of moisture that gets in it, and you really need to make sure and examine that brick and make sure you don't. And it's kind of a part of that prep is if you've got you know areas where there's kind of you know the lime is coming out or you're seeing the white you know, come through to the surface of the brick or those thick white lines where, where that lime's pulling out of that masonry, that means you've got moisture trying to fight its way out of that brick. So really the, the prepping for, you know, painting brick is just a good cleaning, you know, a, a good but professional power washing because you don't want to do it too hard and, you know, take off too much of that surface. But then when you have areas that have that lime coming through or something like that, you'll want to use like an acid wash and really, you know, get anything off that brick. You want to really, you want that brick breathing well and the pores opened as much as possible so that when you're really putting on a good coat, you can get it in there really, really well. Um, a, A more of a, like a, what we call a wash or a white wash, um, is is a fairly good thing to do on brick because it kind of leaves. It's not like a a full coating of change all of the color. It's more like just lighten or or you know lighten yeah. up that color, and that 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 too will you know allow some of that wa- that moisture and stuff to come out through there. Because you also got to think of is this isn't just moisture from rain. Sometimes it could be moisture from inside the wall system from you know, the house, if you have a lot of humidity inside and it's trying to just breathe all that moisture vapor out, it's just trying to get out or, or chimneys where they're warm on the inside, cold on the outside and, and condensation, you know. So when I talk to my painters about painting brick, the, they always say the same thing. It's like, well, if you, if you want to paint brick in a way that the paint won't come off, get it on there accidentally because then when you need to take it off, you can't get it off. But when you want it to stick and stay forever, it seems like it always wants to come off and becomes somewhat of a maintenance issue, even if it's in just certain areas of the house because of that moisture and everything. So, yeah. so is the best application spraying or brushing? Um, well, it depends on if you're going for that whitewash or if you're going for like painting, like a coat over complete color change then I would say whitewash spraying works really well. Um, but as far, you know, spraying goes on really light sometimes. So, um, right. you know, brushing and or what they do, you know, kind of like spray on and then back brush it, you know, to really get it in there good is uh, another good way to do it when trying to paint and completely change that color of the house. But now I'll clue you into something else that you might want to do some research on too because – so is it just the color? Is it like the normal St. Louis red brick? Well, actually, we we live in Alton, and so okay, it's it's a long brick. It's not a, a standard size brick. It's more like, um, you know, there are some bricks that are twelve inches long, and they're laid sideways, so it's a rough porous finish on the on on the outside. If if that makes sense to you, uh huh. Yes, absolutely. So, and, and your wife just doesn't appreciate the color of it. Yeah, it's kind yeah. of, um, you know, I'm not a, a real color guy, but I would say it, it lends towards 
uh, kind of a mauvey. She says pink. So yeah, I don't see it, but that's what she says. So if if you if you have the desire to live in this home for a really really long time, and want something that's not going to be a huge maintenance issue, another thing that you could do that's a little more costly, but it works more like that um, kind of the whitewash is they actually, you can actually stain brick. So you can stain it a different color. And there's, there's companies out there that will stain the brick and it's literally like soaking in a stain, um, you know, into that brick and that will still allow that brick to breathe more. And you could still get that lime coming through in the white, just like a normal brick would, you know, that may Mm -hmm. still happen down the road, but that brick will still be able to breathe and, and act as a brick, you know, a porous hard surface. So staining is a little bit more expensive option, but it's a way better option. It'll have more lasting value, you know, in time of what you're doing. So I would, I would research staining the brick and and see if that's a good possibility for you. Good. Thanks for that tip. All right. No problem. Hey, thanks for the call. Uh, definitely appreciate that. We definitely, boy, we just filled this thing up great today with a bunch of great, you know, questions and, and calls about, uh, you know, a lot of that topic of that kitchen and bath. And, you know, I think I'll just kind of stay on that for a minute because, you know, as, as I'm sure a lot of you know, we have our, our you know, full service division where we do all these custom and complex you know, kitchens and bathrooms and, you know, those are more complex, you know, changes and scopes and design. There's a lot more planning. There's a lot more gathering information. You know, we're creating a lot of options for design. Um, there's there's endless options in, in the selections too of as far as designers shopping with you and really picking through a lot of stuff. Um, and there's, you know, a lot more in the planning stage of a project like that, but in our right kitchen, you know, right bath division that we have, you know, this, this is more, this is good for like standard size bathrooms and kitchens, um, and layouts like a five by eight bathroom is like a given, you're not going to move layout a whole, whole lot unless you're getting into other space and really opening up. Um, so and where that layout's kind of remaining the same or maybe just minor shifting or movement of some of that layout, you know, can be okay. But when we look at more of a semi-custom, that right kitchen kind of, you know, remodel, as you look at it, it's not as complex. Um, we can streamline the process by, you know, eliminating a lot of the things that you go through when you're doing that full service kind of design. So, you know, we can have things pre-picked out for you so that you're, you know, when you're looking at the selection options, there's, you know, things kind of pre-selected with our designers that go well together. Um, And so that planning stage may only take a few meetings um, to get through. Pre-selecting those products and, and options, you know, there's a lot of control in that timeline because, you know, it's a, it's just quicker and streamlined and, and a lot easier to get through. Um, and then the, uh, you know, production schedule of that big job could be pretty long, but the production schedule of, you know, one of these quick turns could be a week to a month, depending on the, the project. It can be a lot faster, you know, for you. So imagine being able to go through that process of like a, 
a bathroom and being able to select everything in just a couple meetings and getting to that exact project all the way through and really, you know, finding exactly what you need a lot easier, a lot quicker and, a, and streamlined. And then since there's not a lot of that changing going on, we can get through that actual project a lot quicker for you, you know, in actually getting it built and we're still using our quality and building it right, but you know, we're, we're doing the right thing all the way through. So I invite you to, you know, give right, right kitchen and bath a call. If you have any interest in, you know, kitchens and bathrooms with us, we'd love to come out and see you 314-909-1820. Or you can uh, just uh, look up rightbath.com and you'll find all of that information. So, Hey, we had a great time today. A lot of wonderful calls. I want to congratulate Gina. We drew a, a name out here at the end, and Gina got that gift card for Stephanina. So congratulations, Gina, on that. And uh, stay tuned here for, for Sellas all around the yard. And I can't wait to talk to everybody next Saturday. I'll see you. Get more at 971talk.com.